And we're back. Welcome back to another episode of Size Eyes, the life of a long-term multitasker. Um, so yeah, this is a week of, uh, last week of February that's going on right now. Um, I could honestly talk about a lot of things, but um, I think this time I wanted to focus in on um, leaders, CEOs, um, presidents of companies and leaders in general. Um, but just thinking about like the most, like what it takes to be a good leader, um, like the most important decisions they make, the qualities, etc. Um, and so I think I was just, um, I think going through a, uh, rebrand slash, um, creation of a new company as well as a lot of uh internal updates um over the last few months and year basically now um especially in response to covid as has everyone else i wanted to you know this is just a topic that came to my mind a few months ago that i wanted to dive into a little deeper now of uh of leadership right and so especially Um, so, I mean, so I think thesis here basically is that I think the most important decisions that a leader or CEO can make are the, uh, are, are the people that they hire, that the leaders hire and the culture that's set. Right. It doesn't, or so, I mean, I think it matters a lot about the product the service, you know, the value props for the customer or, you know, for the business, if it's B2B, um, et cetera. But the market forces, understanding a knowledge of the, the thing, of the industry, of your, of your business, of where your niche is, how you can, you know, those are all tactical, but I think the, obviously the most important thing, not obviously, but I think the most important thing for a leader or C-level people, C-suite-level people are the, who they hire, right, and then the culture that they set, and how is how's that set? Um, I, I think it's defining, like, the, like, the mission, purpose, values, vision, whatever you want to call those. We were going through an exercise of the VTO that's laid out in Traction book by Gino Wickman. And it's called the VTO, the Vision Traction Organizer. So basically, how you have the vision, the high-level stuff, as well as the traction, which is the low-level stuff, and how do those daily things really feed up and roll up into the larger projects or the OKRs that we're that we're using at work, um, whichever framework um, you, you know people use in, in business and personally, and then. How does that roll up to to the high level things like the vision? But it's not only the setting that vision and the high level things for yourself and the leadership team. It's because undoubtedly the founders of a company are going to be excited about being an owner both in a literal sense, literal sense as well as a figurative sense of owning their work 
right at ownership. But how do you and how do you uh, pass that on? How does that trickle down from the top, the leadership into each position going down the the organizational chart, right? How, how does that go from president to, you know, VPs to directors to managers to, um, you know, and so on? I think it, it's, it's like the, like, how, how well do you hire, basically, is the question. How well do you hire? What is the hiring? So I mean, so I guess this is really then an HR. I mean, HR question, but obviously you won't really get to HR until you're at a certain stage of a of a small company, a startup, a small business, what have you. And so until then, the CEO makes the final decision on hiring. And even with the with an HR team, they'll still probably make have the final go or. Um, be involved in the process somehow and so how do you so i mean so like that's the crazy thing about having being a leader is you need to be both that tactical that that knowledge that subject matter expert in whatever industry and in product and service as well as the people person um, aspect of it, um, networking. I'm just throwing around a lot of buzzers right now, aren't I? But I think like th that hiring, like how I don't, I think that's an undervalued thing in startups, the hiring process, or I mean in general. It's it's like bringing in the most potential. How, how like how do you bring in the people with the most potential who have the right character, the right values, who are not only a culture fit, but a culture add to to the values, to the vision. And bringing in someone with the same enthusiasm as the leaders, the founders, let's say, who have bought into vision, how do you bring someone in that has the same level of buy-in to that vision, right? When the leaders make their vision statements... They have a certain amount of enthusiasm, excitement. But then how do you transfer that? How does the employee you just hired two years in, three, four, five years in, how did they have the same? How do you make sure that they have the same level of enthusiasm and excitement as you do as the owners? Right? That's the that's the big question. Because if they have the same emotional buy-in, then everything else will follow. They'll put the effort in. They'll do everything and anything it takes to get the job done, to exceed expectations, to be a great team player, to point out accountability, um, you know, points of accountability for themselves and for 
each other because they because as a leader you know that they're bought in and so you know that they have the right intention so it really comes yeah it comes back to like intention how do you find that intention in the hiring process and especially when the hiring process is is only maybe one or two people initially when you're starting out so i think that that's that's a place where i can do more research in more talking to talking obviously co-founders where i'm at but then also reaching out to other founders see how they approached it read more articles or books on um starting out and how best way to go about hiring a the other team members of the leadership team or the first few hires because those are going to be the most important since it's the most pivotal time at the beginning of the company those first couple of hires are going to be the most important time and most important to get right for the business to succeed or for the venture to succeed. And so, I mean, after, so I read Mahavakya on leadership last year, and that was, that was a great book, probably top three book right now where it stands in my, in my rankings. Um, value, impact, um, very quick read. Well, like, you know, 80, 100 pages or whatever, but very, very packed with, you know, it's saying that leadership is 90% character and 10% knowledge. And, you know, if you look at the president of, of the United States, right, it's, I think that would, you need knowledge, but is, you know, surrounding yourself with the best people, the people who you trust. And what is trust? That's, that's a byproduct of having good character. And so essentially the question then is, how do you hire people who have the highest character? How do you find that in an interview process? How do you find that in an interview process? Right? So like, I, personally, I don't, I'm not really sold on the current interview process that companies take right now, that companies have. Because it's, it's all sit down. It's all, it's all a sh facade that it's a game that the interviewee plays and the best and the person who plays the game the best usually gets the job. Of course, there's, you know, they have qualifications. They obviously there's reasons why they've hired them, but it's not a definitive uh, factor in determining the outcome of success. There's no strong correlation necessarily between the the interview performance and the the uh, the results of the employee's work and the performance, the performance of the work. Performance of the employee. And so I, I again I don't have any stats to back that up right now. But I think I think it's just uh just from a sixth sense, 
slash like just thinking about it like that that process can be improved of course there's like guidelines and stuff that we've talked to higher brain about and you know there's obviously hr compliance issues that that are there but how can you you know how you know on it like do i do i try to revolutionize this uh, hr industry it's it's partly outdated i'd say and bring in some new ideas But like, do we, because in, in a business situation, there's going to be stress, there's going to be pressure, there's going to be deadlines. There's some of that in an interview process, but it's artificial. And then, but the main thing is collaboration. At a workplace, there's going to be collaboration every day. How do you, how do you have that in interview process? That's not already there. I mean, there's like group interviews, like group dinners. Um, then there's a case study to know the technical knowledge. But the character. And then, so when you ask like the experiential questions, right? About, you know, tell me about a time when this happened, this happened. You're purely relying on their narrative, their story. And you'll have to believe them. Now, how accurate is a story? You may never know. Until maybe sometimes it's too late. And that's that... The values that and the character that they represented in the interview shows up again, or shows up as what it really was down the line when they actually have the job. So you'll be able to validate in months or in a week's months, years time, but not you're, you're not able, there's no hundred percent necessarily correlation. And so how do you, how do you find that character in a hiring process? I don't think there's enough emphasis on that and not just in a storytelling way because great, I think great storytellers can be great interviewers. But the people who have the best character with a little bit of, you know, subject matter knowledge would be the best employees and would make for the best leaders, would make for the best leadership team members, and going down. So I think it's just all about about character. Having those values. Those strong values that you believe in. That honestly are, are universal. But, you know, it, or not but. It, it They go by different names. In terms of, you know, integrity. Persistence. Dedication. Honesty. Discipline responsibility, accountability, excellence, whatever you have, whatever have you. But I think, I think those kind of all really roll up to character. And so that's the, how do you find, I mean, I don't have the answers right now. If I did, I would be, you know, I'll let you guys know. And I'll share. But I think that's something to think about, like, how are, when, 
when I'm in a hiring position, when I'm the hiring manager for a position, how will I actively, proactively seek out the candidate's character? I think that that's my that's my uh, takeaway for myself. Um, you know, how am I going to seek out the character during the interview process, during the hiring process? Yep. Okay. Anyway, coming up on fifteen twenty minutes here, so I guess I uh, digressed on the topic. Um, went from leadership to to really hiring. Didn't didn't really expect that one, but you know, this is what happens when you don't have show notes or a notes to go off of. This is just a stream of consciousness rambling. So hopefully you enjoyed another episode of Size Eyes, the life of a long-term multitasker. I'll see you when I see you.